Introducing the revolutionary mascara from CoverGirl that adds extreme volume, up to 300% more volume than bare lashes. New Lash Blast Cleantopia is the plant-powered mascara made with 72% natural origin ingredients and infused with cellulose plant fibers. Cleantopia is like a green thumb for your lashes. For lush, check-me-out lashes that last up to 24 hours with no smudging, no flaking, and no clumps. Put the power of plants to work for you with new Lash Blast Cleantopia Mascara. Only from Easy Breezy Beautiful CoverGirl. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own Adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. Thank you so very much for joining into another adventure in the Holy Spirit. I want you guys to know, just celebrated my 19th wedding anniversary with my lovely bride, Rochelle. We had a great time being together, going to a lavender farm, but also prophesying over two very incredible men of God. I was dropping off some books to a church that is putting in a library. One gentleman came in, one, the pastor I already knew, but another gentleman I came in, met with, and just felt like we got to pray for him. So then God moved in power. I want to encourage you guys. We coach pretty often every month. We're coaching people in the moving of the power of the Holy Spirit, healing of trauma, and in the prophetic. So please reach out to us, info at firebornministries.com for information about our coaching. But guys, today I'm excited for my new guest, well, my new friend, Dr. Sam Kojo-Glanian. He's a graduate of the University of Southern California. He's practicing in Santa Clarita at Henry Mayo Hospital and Mission Hills at Holy Cross Hospital. He's got his own practice. He's in the top 1% of cardiology in his profession. He's a minister of the Lord and he moves in signs and wonders and the power of the Holy Spirit. So please welcome Dr. Sam Kojo-Glanian to Adventures in the Spirit. Dr. Sam, welcome. It's great to be with you. Blessed be the name of the Lord, Jared. Amen and amen. Well, I'm excited. I've been seeing you all over, all over the place. You and I have got mutual friends with King TV, Pakistan. We're on YouTube. And it's just amazing to know. I mean, I already feel the the power and presence of the Holy Spirit. But Dr. Sam, I'd like to get to know you more for people who aren't acquainted with you. You are one of the top 1% cardiologists. I know that you've seen God move in power. You also have time to minister. You've You've got books out there. You're a busy person. I'd like to hear some of your backstory of as how you got on fire for Jesus. I, you know, I was born in Jerusalem on on the it was on the Mount of Olives. Believe it or not, that's what the second coming of Jesus Christ. And and I was born in a small Armenian community. We lived on the Via del Rosario. 
Jesus Christ, our Savior, our Lord. He carried the cross on his back, and so he died for you and me so that we may have lives. That's where I live. I mean, that's where I played marbles. And at the age of five, uh, you know, we went to Sunday school class. And, and it's so amazing, Jared, because most Armenians are, are Orthodox, but I was brought up Protestant. And, and it doesn't really matter. What matters is, do you love Jesus? Do you know Jesus? Do you walk with Jesus? Do you thirst for his word? And so my mom was teaching me about a friend, a, a, a Christ, the spirit of the living God who, who loves me, who, who adores me, who died for me, who wants me. And I'm like, you know what? I want this friend. She said, you'll have many friends in life. They may disappoint you. They may sabotage you. They may put a knife behind your back. But Jesus, he will carry you. He will love you. He will honor you. He will uplift you. I'm like, okay, sign me up, y'all. I want this mm -hmm. man. I want this man in my life. And, you know, I've never turned back at that age of 16 when we moved from, uh, you know, uh, well, actually it was nine when we moved from Jerusalem all the way to a crazy, crazy place called Chattanooga, Tennessee, y'all. And that's where I get my craziness in Chattanooga. And, and we had this uh, great pastor, Pastor Andrus, and we had revivals all the time. And, and Brother Erickson would come and just, just like preach the gospel. I'm like, wait, when I grow up, I want to be on fire like this man is. And I've never turned back. The word of God, you know, I've read thousands of books. Those books are dead, if you will. But the Word of God is my favorite book. I, it is alive. It is uh, powerful. It cuts to the spirit and soul. And I, I dive in it every day. And that's where I get the spirit of God. That's where I love him and commune with him and talk to him. Every morning, Brother Jerry, he's like, you love me more today? I'm like, sign me up, Jesus. I love you more today. And he wants to become not only my, you know, it says, delight yourself in the Lord. And he will give you the desires of your heart. Not only does he want me uh, so that I may have him as my delight, but I have made him or trying to make him. I fail every day to make him the desire of my heart. And that's made all the difference in the world. That's exciting. And then how did God lead you to be a cardiologist? We got to backtrack a little bit. Uh, not only did I give my heart to Christ, right. but uh, on the same day, God spoke to me and, and wrote. Uh, I, I felt the writing in my heart tablets and people, you know, I've looked at heart arteries and heart all, all day long as a cardiologist. It doesn't really have tablets, but spiritually speaking, it does have tablets. And, and he wrote on, my, on the tablets of my heart that when I grow up, I'm going to be a heart doctor, that I'm going to, by the grace of God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, going to touch the hearts of man. And I'm going to get to preach the gospel and touch the spirit of mankind, not through me. I'm the generator. My generator is blown up and no good for nothing. But the Holy Spirit, baby, watch out. He's the real generator. And through him, I'm going to get to preach the gospel worldwide. For a five-year-old to think that, you're like, oh, this overwhelming. But as we, uh, as you age, as you get into medical school and all these things come to be, you see the hands of God. And he stopped me, actually, and all the audience. I want you to know, uh, he stopped me. I got rejected 27 times to get into medical school. Wow. I was told I won't make it. I was told that, boy, you ain't got what it takes. And that's a period of three years. That's And the, and I, I fell on my knees after the last letter. It, it was overwhelming. I mean, this is what you prepare for all your life. And somebody comes and shatters it. It's like you maybe build a beautiful house and a fire comes and, and lightning strikes and you're, like, you're kidding me right i put all my investment all my money all my time all my love and the house is good you're kidding me right 
And so that's what he did to me. He's like, I'll strip this away. And so I got on my knees and I'm like, my Lord, my God. He's like, no, don't call me Lord. Your Lord is your medicine. You bow before medicine. That's what you want. And, and you put me in the backstage. And uh, that day I had to make a, a huge correction in my life to accept him as my Lord, my Savior, my God. Uh, and you can't really separate him that way. But we do. We separate him because we make TV or entertainment or other things our Lord. But he wants to be our Lord. Not because he's mean, but because he's gracious. And he's going to add all these things that we want And at the end. Uh, so that that's what happened. And uh, since then, he has become my Lord. I love him every day. And he makes all things new for me. I can't do it. I can't do it by my power. People say charisma. People say wit. People say smarts. Where does all this come from? My, I look up to the hills where my help comes from. Psalm 121. That's where my help comes from. That's where grace comes from. Not from me, but from him. Well, you you inspire lots of people around the world, but also in your practice. I would love to hear some of your stories as to what God has done uh, in you or through you. It could be whether it's on the mission field or uh, while practicing medicine. While practicing medicine, you get to see the heart on it daily basis, whether it's through an ultrasound or, or doing an angiogram. I recall one time when I was working on this gentleman, uh, he was, I mean, flatlining on us. He's blue uh, and blue is my favorite color, but it don't look good on a person, y'all. Yeah. On the skin, it's not good. And so uh, he was turning blue, 80 years old, smoker, uh, cancer. Uh, and here we are an RV, uh, trying to open up something that's 100% blocked so we can, when you get a blockage, it, the muscle of the heart, the heart muscle just dies because it's like, where's my nutrition? Where, where's the flow? I can't go without the blood. And so without the blood, the heart muscle dies. And so we're in there, balloon, everything, and trying to open this up. And I, I take the next picture with the contrast. And all of a sudden, this thing is burst. It's, it's We call it perforation. And we're like, no, oh, I have now seconds. If he were if he were dying, he's really dying now. And so I stepped back for one second and, and prayed. And I said, Lord God, you, you take over. You're going to have to help me. And, yeah. and it's not like people are like, what? Are you crazy? You, you're calling 911? You are 911. You're the cardiologist. Let's go. But in a sense, I call on him before. I call on him during. I call on him after. I don't want to just use him as a cash machine and go, I need you now. I need you now. You help me now. That's not cool. I want to talk to him when it's calm. I want to talk to him when the storm hits. And I want to talk to him after the storm. I want to talk to him all day long. And that's what I was doing there. I, I was just, I was in his hands, but I'm like, I'm, I'm claiming, Father, I need your help. I stepped back because I'm calling uh, to get a stent in, a special stent, because I've got to cover the hole. It's called a, a, a covered stent. And I can't, I can't put that in. I can't get any stents in. But when I stepped back after that one second prayer and I took the next picture, that artery, that artery was 100% completely healed. Wow. And everybody's like looking at me going, what, what did you do? I'm like, I didn't do nothing. I just prayed to Lord Jesus. Uh, and I just want people to know that that was a miracle, that that was beyond the healing. That was beyond the cardiologist's hands and great technician's hands and great nurse's hands that at the great hospital. It goes beyond us. And it, God was showing me that, um, yes, I've given you the skills. Yes, you studied 17 years to get to where you are. Uh, yet, yet, 
I am in control and, and I make and I create and you depend on me and I, I depend on him. I, I know, I mean, it's not like, oh, I'm not going to study and I'm not going to do this and that because I got God. No, I have to do my part. But there comes a point where it's beyond human skills. And I, I needed him at that time and he came through and he's an amazing God. And that's a miracle. That's no, no cardiologist can say that's happened spontaneously. It's, it's God's hands. Do you want the power of God to be evident in your life? Do you need to receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit? Are you curious about the spiritual gift of speaking in tongues? And do you want it in your life? My wife and I have a free e-course available for you called the baptism with the Holy Spirit, where you will learn the biblical truth and spiritual reality of the baptism with the Holy Spirit. And you'll hear true stories of how people received the promised gift. The videos in this e-course will expand your knowledge and understanding of the Holy Spirit baptism. You'll be drawn closer in relationship with the Holy Spirit and receive prayer and activation into the baptism with the Holy Spirit. You can also go through it with a small group of friends, a church class, or a discipleship group. You could download the accompanying PDF for each lesson and apply the principles to your life and take the action steps. Your faith will grow as you read the scriptures, watch the videos, and participate in the activation. The gift is for you. The gift is for today. The gift is to empower your spiritual life. We know that you will finish this course with a divine empowerment that comes through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So start your journey today. Go to charismacourses.com slash collections and click on Jared Lasky and enroll in the baptism of the Holy Spirit e-course. That's amazing. So with the power of the Holy Spirit, if there's anybody who questioned the validity of signs and wonders of miracles, how would you encourage them and show them, hey, this is for today out of God's love for you. Hey, man, I, you know, I had a patient uh, that I've worked on multiple times, opened up his heart arteries and, and he came in with his wife one day and his wife was bummed out of her mind. And she, she, you you talk about a picture of depression. I'm like, what's, what's wrong with you? Uh, We'll call her Mary. What's wrong with you, Mary? And, and she said, the doctors told me I have uh, weeks or months to live. I'm like, for what? Uh, She's not my patient now. I've never uh, had her as a patient. I've seen her before, obviously, because my patient, I've worked on my patient. And, and so she's like, I'm going to die. And I'm for what? And she said, pulmonary hypertension. It's like when the pressures of the lung are so high uh, that it's just, it's fibrous. The lung has, uh, it's not moving blood correctly. The oxygen oxygenation is down. People can't take breath. You walk from here to somewhere else in 10 feet and you're huffing and puffing. It's just that there's no medicine for it. It's just terminal, period. It's not even cancer, but it's terminal. And I said, well, that's easy. And she's like, what? I said, we're just going to pray. Mind you, she's not a Christian. And I said, we're just going to pray. I said, take my hand. And I was bold. I, I, you know, at times I'm like, can I pray? But this like, we're going to pray. And she goes, okay, okay, I guess. I mean, you know, what What else is there? I'm dying. And so she she grabs my hand. He grabs my hand. We grab each other's hands. And I said, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Ghost, uh, we're claiming healing on Mary. In the name of Jesus, that was it. I didn't scream and shout and yell and, and cut myself and do crazy things. I just thought, uh, in the name of Jesus, you're healed. And, and, you know, she comes back three weeks later, Jared, and she's like, Dr. Sam, you're not going to believe this. I'm like, tell me, what's up? And she goes, I went to my doctor, and they're looking at me. They redo their testing. And they're like, my pulmonary pressures, my lung pressures are normal. And they're like, is this a 
Wait a minute. Is this the right woman? Is this the right chart? Put the chart and the woman put together. This can't be because you guys, you brought me the wrong chart. Get get your act together. And they they say, no, this is the vision. And this is her chart. And they couldn't explain it. You know, they just couldn't explain it. And they're like, this is a fluke. This ain't no fluke, y'all. This is a miracle. And and it's recorded. It's recorded the pressures before uh, and then the prayer and then the pressures after. She's completely healed. She was in my office the other day with her husband, actually. And she looks amazing. And this is, I'm talking about two years later. So, I, you know, I, what, what am I going to say? Is me, my prayer? Nah. It's Jesus Christ. It's the blood of Jesus Christ. It's the stripes of Jesus, 40 minus one. It's the power of the Holy Ghost. So uh, we can, you know, you can talk all you want to. You can say this ain't real. No, this is as real as it gets because this is proven scientifically. We had a patient that was in trouble. She was prayed over in the name of Jesus, and now she's healed. It's That's science to me, and that's God working through science. I love it. I love it so much. This is so much fun. God working through science. Now, God created science. And right now, in this day and age, people um, are not, they're trying to separate the two. But you're, you see God in it. How would you encourage someone who, that they doubt God, but they want to talk about science? I know that there's some scientific things. I'm not a doctor. I don't have that education. I am a theologian. But uh, what are some other things that you could point to, especially in the realm of science, so that people could see God is in this? I love the, the Bible. I mean, you can try to bury it, burn it, but it's not going to go away. And people who try to bury it, they, they're the ones that go away. So right. I just go back to the Bible and I say, look, mm-hmm. you want science? I'm going to show you science because you can't refute the Bible scientifically. You can't refute it prophetically. You can't refute historically you can't refute it mathematically you can't refute it medically and they're like oh come on what are you talking about this is ancient i'm like baby this is real it's on it's today let me take you back though if you talk ancient to 3,500 years ago where the book of leviticus was written by moses and let me take they're like what are you doing i'm like i'm just taking you back to real science and i take them Back to uh, Leviticus chapter 17, 11. And they're like, this this ain't no science book. But I'm like, okay, but but you got to pay attention because you got to listen to the other side. And so 17, 11 of Leviticus, the, the life of the creature is in the blood. And I'm like, do you know what that means? They're like, I don't really get it. I said, the life of the creature is in the blood. That means a creature, a human being has life because we have blood. Without the blood, we ain't got no life. You get it? Yes, I get it. And I said, do you know that was written 3,500 years ago? Okay, so, so okay, if you fast track back to the 20th century, it took mankind that long to figure out that blood was important. In fact, George Washington, our first president, they bled the man to death because he had pharyngitis and they thought he had an infection when he did but they said if we bleed him that bad blood with the infection can go away and he could be healed really they bled the man to death they bled our first president to death because they did not know that the life of the creature is in the blood and it's only recently when we're like wait a minute what's up we have to transfuse people, not bleed people. And, you know, there are certain cases in medicine where you bleed people on purpose because they have too much blood. But all in all, in general, science and scientists and medical doctors, educated people just found out that, wait up, 
the life of the creature is in the blood baby the lord told you that 3500 years ago you can't refute my bible it's on all the time it's powerful it's alive it ain't gonna change man will change but the bible ain't gonna change and it told you the truth in the past while you just trying to fight, figure it out now you see the the the, the reason why science and god seem incompatible it's because number one god created science but number two god is way ahead of science and that's what people can't grasp but i want my atheist friends to understand the bible is the real deal of all the thousands you can read this is the one that gives you life this is the one that gives you hope this is the one that gives you eternal life this is the one that gives you joy this is the one in your hopelessness where you will have hope and you will be picked out of the darkness and start walking in the light come to the light come to jesus come to the holy spirit that's what you need in your life and by the way there ain't no other way you can try east and you could try west and north and south you can try any religion you want to but Bible is the way, Jesus is the way. All other religions is like you're thrown in a pit. All of us, let's say, we're thrown in a pit. Religion throws you a rope and says, climb up. And you're like, well, hold on to the rope so I can climb up. No, you climb up yourself. Jesus, he throws you the rope and he's on the other side and he picks you up. Only Jesus will pick you up. Only Jesus. I love it. Only Jesus will pick you up. Man, again, Dr. Sam, I'm having a lot of fun here. Michelle Lasky, co-founder of Fireborn Ministries, and recently many of you have been asking how you can partner with our ministry through giving. I want to share with you something God has laid on my heart over the last few years. I've had vivid dreams in which sex trafficking victims are rescued, rehabilitated, and they encountered Jesus. My husband Jared and I knew these leadings were from the Lord, but we didn't know what our part was in the solution until recently. Fireborn has just created a brand new partnership with Tom Stammen and Impact Ministries International, and we are raising funds to rescue victims of sex trafficking in Honduras and in the United States. If you would like to partner with us or give a donation of any amount, 100% of funds go straight to these life-changing endeavors. You can go to paypal.me forward slash Fireborn Ministries and give directly toward rescuing sex trafficking victims. Or go to our website, firebornministries.com and click on give to see other worthy projects we are supporting. Thank you so much for praying for us and partnering with Fireborn Ministries. With the power of the Holy Spirit, you know, what are you seeing or what do you think is coming next in the next four, five, six years or so for the church and the power of the Holy Spirit? Because things have changed, but revival is in the air. I feel it. How about you? Uh, we're in the middle of a great awakening. I'm, I'm telling people I ain't even re- waiting for revival. I'm telling them I'm smack dab in the middle of it. And they're like, you crazy? I'm not crazy. We're in the middle of it. We were pre- we were preaching in Pakistan and, and you know, remotely in a remote village hours and hours away of, from Lahore, Pakistan. And, and the people were sitting down and when after the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ, uh, and and it's the word is this is this is the word this is what gives life this is what gives hope and and after the preaching uh, we were told that 88 people came to Christ but this is amazing this little girl who was demonically possessed went from magician to magician from doctor to doctor nobody could touch her I didn't touch her but the word of God when we were speaking the word of God it touched her and that's Psalm 107:20 He sent forth His word. Jesus' word, and it healed them. She was healed in an instant. That's what's happening. A lady with a broken shoulder, the doctors 
couldn't operate, she was instantly healed. A man who couldn't breathe. You talking about medicine, you tell about you talk about doctors, he couldn't breathe, nobody could help him. The word of God healed him just instantly. That's what we're seeing. Signs and wonders, conversions, and it's happening, and America is in a coma. And so hmm. the coma, we I'm hmm. I got my paddles, y'all. We're gonna shock you out of your coma. We're gonna wake you up in the name of Jesus Christ. It's time for you to wake up. It ain't found in entertainment. It ain't found in Hulu or Mulu or Zulu or whatever you want. It's not found in that. Life is found in Jesus Christ, and it's time to wake up. And you and I, we got some paddles. We're about to shock this world back into existence and come back to Christ. And we're gonna see amazing signs and wonders. Amen. Dr. Sam, you've got this new, very unique thing called Rev It Up about the book of Revelation. Yes, Can you expand that for people? Because it is very unique, uh, very creative. Rev It Up is a book, uh, the series on the book of Revelation. The Lord put in my heart to write about Revelation. And because I believe we're in the end times, I believe we're in overtime. And I don't know if it's double overtime, triple overtime. No one knows. No one knows the time. That when Jesus comes is coming back to for the rapture to take his church home, we, and then we'll follow the tribulation and then Armageddon. And and no one knows about you know, no one knows the times. And people are I, I'm telling you, people are asleep, they're not waking up. So I wrote a book of Rev It Up. One one series is called Rev It Up verse by verse. I take the book of Revelation, each verse, and go through it systematically. And then there's one Rev It Up. Image by image, for those people who don't like to read, we got great images of what the book of Revelation looks like and what is about mm. to come. And then we got Rev It Up, rhyme by rhyme, the whole book uh, written in poetry. Uh, but Rev It Up, verse by verse, volume one and volume, volume two, is so amazing because I got little hearts on it. And that means the Holy Spirit fed me this, and this is so unique. You need to hear it, but it's it's highlighted for you. And then we got uh, the Caduceus sign, the medicine sign, where I'll take cardiology and I'll make an analysis to the book of Revelation, which has never been done. And then we have a little bird, a dove with a uh, with a leaf in his mouth, and that's the geopolitical things that are happening in this world. And so it's not like, oh, well, what are you talking about? This, this is ancient book. No, I'm taking you to Russia, to Iran, and I'm taking you to Turkey. And now their boots right now are in, in Syria at the Golan Heights, about to jump all over Israel, which was written, by the way, in Ezekiel chapter 37 and 38, Gog and Magog, and it named Russia before Russia was born. That's how good my Bible is, y'all. It was it named Russia by name, by nation, before Russia came into existence. So you get all this. It's fresh. It's new. It's easy to read. It's just like I'm talking crazy boy cardiologist me. It's not like, well, today we're going to study chapter one. verse. It ain't like that. It's, it jumps off the page. And it's not only the book of Revelation. You'll get the whole Bible because you really can't talk about Revelation without talking about Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. It's all it's all there, and it's a lot of fun. People all over the world, from Australia to England to the Netherlands to uh, Africa to America, are ordering the books. We're signing it. We're shipping it out. They can find it on BeaconOfHearts.org. But you will be blessed beyond belief. And by the way, that's the only book in the Bible that says read this book and be blessed. And Satan doesn't want you to read it. Satan wants you to say it's not applicable it's not for this time you know what it is for this time 
We're in overtime and Jesus is coming back. The only way you get to him, it ain't because you're pretty. It ain't because you go to church. It ain't because you wear a tie. It ain't because you have never missed Sunday school. It's because of blood of the lamb. If you don't have the blood of the lamb, you and I were born in sin. Just like that artery I was trying to open and burst on me, it's clogged. Our spiritual arteries are clogged. And the only way to open it, it ain't through entertainment. It's not through money. It's not to get a pretty house. It's not to get a degree or a position. It's through the blood of the Lamb of Jesus Christ. And that blood will open up your spiritual artery. All you got to do is say, Papa, I just found out that I am a sinner. And all of us have sinned. And all of us have fallen short of the glory of God. I come to your cross. I accept the fact that you, God, sent your only son, Jesus Christ, to come die for me? You cared that much for me? You're the one that throws the rope and picks me up while the others just throw the rope and say, mind your own business and do what you got? So, Father, I'm coming to you now. I accept the blood. I am cleansed. The Holy Spirit's in me, and I'll see you face-to-face at the rapture. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Amen. Dr. Sam, can you conclude this with an altar call uh, for two things? You shared the gospel right there. So can you lead people to Jesus if they don't have a relationship with you? Can you lead them in encountering God, encountering the Holy Spirit, and then then pray a powerful impartation prayer for healing for anybody that needs it? Amen. So I want to tell our beautiful audience that Jesus Christ is not mad at you. He's madly, madly in love with you. He loves you. And, and no matter what you've done, no matter where you've gone, no matter what you've said, no matter what has been done to you jesus christ loves you and he came for you and you have to accept that there is no one good not even one it's found in psalm chapter 14 at verse 1 through 3 and psalm chapter uh 53 verses 1 through 3 there is no one good not even one not you not me not nobody but jesus is good and he wants to make you good he wants your spirit to be alive and and all you have to do is say i'm a sinner I understand I'm a sinner. I understand I cannot save myself. I understand I am not God. I understand there is no other way. I understand today that Jesus is the way. He's beautiful. He loves me. And I want to accept him in my life. And and so you come to him at the cross and say, Father, I'm here. I'm a sinner. Uh, I didn't know that, but I, I now understand I'm a sinner. I know that you died for me. You cleansed me with your blood. Open up my spiritual arteries. I come to you today. I accept the fact that you rose from the dead on the third day, and you are alive. Now you're alive in me. And as I accept you, the Holy Spirit is coming into me, and he's my God. He's my advocate. He will love me. He will teach me. And I thank you for that, Papa. I thank you. And I, I, I just bless your name. I don't deserve it, but I bless you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And, amen. and, and let me pray for the loved ones today that have the bodies are broken. Uh, their, uh, their spirits are broken. They have cancer. They, someone wants to commit suicide as they're watching us. Uh, someone has a eye problem, a cataracts that can't even be healed. The doctors even tried it. But now it's worse. Uh, you have uh, you have um, joint problems. Your bowels are breaking apart. Your heart is failing. I want to pray for you. No matter what your ailment is, put your hand there. And I just want to pray for you because by his stripes, you're healed. It, it's uh, Father, we just want to thank you for the loved ones who are listening to us. We are not the healer. You are. You are. You are the the source of goodness and healing and mercy. And Father, the, the loved ones that are right now listening, I pray in the name of Jesus, by your stripes, forty minus one, according to First Peter two twenty four, that by your stripes these beautiful people were already 
healed. We're not begging for healing, Papa. They're already healed. And we touch them right now in the name of Jesus and by the stripes of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. Father, let them accept their healing and let them stand in the name of Jesus. And what medicine could not do, you can. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Dr. Sam, thank you so very much for being part of Adventures in the Spirit. What is the best way for people to get a hold of you for more information? There are a couple of ways. One is uh, our website, beaconofhearts.org, B-E-A-C-O-N-O-F-H-E-A-R-T-S dot O-R-G. Then they can go to YouTube uh, and find my channel under Dr. Samuel Kojiglanian, D-R. S-A-M-U-E-L, Kojiglanian, long name, K-O-J-O-G-L-A-N-I-A-N. And they can find me on Instagram at Dr. Kojiglanian. So these are some multiple ways that the good folks could find me. Awesome. This was a fun time. Thank you so very much, Dr. Sam. Guys, I want to encourage you, check out his resources, check out his books, check out Rev It Up, and be healed in the name of Jesus. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast, Adventures in the Spirit, with Jared Lasky. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.